everyone. It's your girl, London, coming to you with another episode of Birthing That Batty. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Hair seems to have its own personality sometimes, doesn't it? Your hair is 90% of your selfie. Whether you got the most polished, refined hair or the wildest curl pattern, hair can accentuate your own personality or help you play a different side of you. So your hair should look pretty and healthy. Investing your hair is the crown that you can never take off. Life is too short to have boring hair. I think the most important thing a woman can have next to her talents, of course, is her hairdresser, quoting Joan Crawford. Today, I have the bougie braider, Deanna, and I have Aaron from Aaron H. Hair. Thank you, ladies, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Definitely having me. <laughs> yes, it means a lot that y'all are here. Before every episode, I like to start off with the icebreaker. And the icebreaker I have today is, what made you want to do hair? To be honest, I'm the oldest of six. I really was never into hair. I was more at like, hey, I could be the video music girl or whatever, be in the background dancing, knowing I couldn't dance. But <laughs> the fact that I'm crafty, or whatever is like anything that has to do with hands and I see it, I can do it. So when it came to hair, being the oldest, my sister behind me forced me to do her hair every day. So any style came out, I was able to recreate it and I didn't really like it. Like I like fashion. I love it. But then I realized when it comes to hair, you can actually change somebody's life by saying, hey, you know what? Let me do a style on you to give you that confidence or whatever. Yes. So when it kind of me making a decision to do hair, I had just got the army and I was like, I don't know what else to do. And I was in nursing school and I dropped out to do hair. Oh, wow. So, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I just did it because the fact that you get to meet people, um, be able to change something. You low key are a counselor. Like you really don't realize that, but you low key a counselor. Yes. Like you sinking a lot of stuff and you be like, yo, I just helped out people. And I got so much going on, but hey, I helped her and oh, she slayed. So yes. meet people and to network or whatever. It's, that's the really reason why I picked it, to be honest. So, Well, for me, my mom could not do hair like at all. Like when I tell you I had one ponytail or two ponytails and I was tired of looking like that. <laughs> 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 like one ponytail here or like two or like half a pound. That was my three hairstyles for like my whole childhood so um when I got to like sixth seventh grade I just started playing around with my my own hair and just trying this stuff and I took my hair out plenty of times and grew it back um but yeah that's how I, I really started doing hair and then my mom went to uh get a wig put on at this like wig shop and I was like what they just braided her hair and then sewed that on like what what's going on what is that so I made her take me to the beauty supply store and buy me and I bought like some needle and thread and I taught myself how to braid. And then, um, yeah, I started braiding my sister's friend's hair and I started playing around with like extensions more. And I started like figuring out how to sew tracks in. And I, I actually, um, I did hair through high school. I had my son in high school and I did hair to like pay for daycare, buy diapers, clothes, whatever he needed. I was like a braider. I was braiding everyone's hair and um, yeah. Yeah. So in school I was braiding everybody's hair and I was really taking care of me and my son with that. 
Um, and then I went to college and I was like, I'm not going to do hair anymore. I want to be a doctor or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I told hair. Then I got to college. I was like, this is not for me at all. <laughs> so um, I did two years at SFA and then I dropped out and I came home and I was like, I'm going to go to cosmetology school. I was already booked. I had people, you know, who I've been doing, um, you know, before I went to school calling me to get their hair done. And I was like, I think I'm going to take advantage of this talent that God gave me. Like he gave me this gift. It's come naturally. Why not use that to provide? And I ain't looked back since. I'm happy. That was the best decision I made to leave college and go to cosmetology school. Cause damn, <laughs> it's been great. Those are great stories. I think they are, it's very rewarding to have a great hairstylist and know what she doing. Because honey, I have reflected back to some of my hairstyles and I was like, I had to change my hairstylist because, you know, having a great hairstylist really means a lot, honey. Because mm-hmm. she's going to be the it for you. Because like, I remember like before I started wearing weeds, I was wearing tracks. And so as wearing trash, you know, I was not getting hair that blended with the weed. And you can definitely tell. I don't care if anybody tell you. Baby, you can tell the difference, honey. You have Brazilian straight hair in your head with that kinky ass shit trying to make it blend. It does not work. At all. Find your hairstylist. Find her. Because... For her to let you get up out that damn chair, knowing that shit don't blend, girl, I would get hair rinse to make it, like, you know, have jet black hair, rinse my hair jet black <laughs> to make it blimp, and it still doesn't work. Oh, no. So, you know, having a hairstylist is the most important thing you can do. I can't do hair, but I know, like, you know, having a relationship with a great hairstylist means a lot because, you know, right. once you form that hairstylist relationship, it's like, I can call her at any time, like, girl, I really need you to fit me in. Like, I know this last minute, fit me in because I need my hair done. And, like, having your hair to up to part, you, it makes you that bitch. And it's the essential part yeah. of being a baddie, Okay. Essential, can, honey. If that hair ain't right, you can go home. Girl, exit left. <laughs> go home. Girl, I want to press, die, and honey, lay to the side. But Why make sure it blends. <laughs> what is the biggest challenge as a hairdresser? It's been balance, like really setting boundaries and having balance with uh, my personal life and boundaries with my clients. Learning how to say no. <laughs> <laughs> my when I'm off of work, I'm off work. Um, that was like, uh, that's been a challenge for me because I want everybody to look good. I want to be there, but it's like, dang, you know, I wanna, I got a life too. So, yeah, um, I actually had like a burnout like two years ago where I was like, I just, I'm about to go work at a call center. Fuck this, I want to do handle. I was over it, but that's because I was like going too hard and I wasn't having that balance. So I took like a, I took like half a year off and just kind of did my own thing and just um, reorganized a lot of things in my business. And when I came back, I had that fire back. Um, I had more organization and I had more boundaries set and it just made me like really love it all over again. Um, and I think because I had been doing it for so long, I really needed to have more structure and be moving in the direction I want to see my career move in. So 
really just like I guess what I'm saying balance boundaries and always be progressing and like finding um what's the word what I'm trying to say like elevating yourself and you know how like in other jobs you get promotions you have to promote yourself in your in your business like as a self-employed person too you gotta promote yourself so yeah um, I would have to piggyback on what Aaron said because my biggest thing was balance, honey. I didn't know how to say no. Yeah. I wanted, I mean, people have messaged you like, oh my God, somebody counsel on me. Can you please help me? I'd be like, sure. And mind you, I'm a mother of three and my youngest yeah. is one. My oldest is 14. So it's a gap. So it's like, you want to make sure everybody's taken care of. Then you want to make sure that your home is taken care of. Mm-hmm. But like with her, I had to take a break too, because mentally I had to like, um, I had a breakdown. I had a whole meltdown. Um, it was very stressful. I was real depressed because it was like, you're put on this pedestal and everybody expect you to be on a certain level because of the way you promote yourself. And the moment that you mess up, it's like, you're the worst person in the world. So it's like, now you got to go hard and bounce back and be like, Hey, I got to do this. I got to do this. So it's like, I just announced, like I was going part-time and they swear that I was the worst person in the world. But my thing, like I always tell people when it comes to what you do and you're good at what you do, people will make time for you. They will alter their schedule to get in. And like my son does travel AU football. My daughter does AU you uh basketball and she on dance competition i got a one-year-old my one-year-old is a full-time job by herself honey mm-hmm. oh jesus so it's like my biggest thing was balance so i had to separate everything um i have a business phone where i just turn off and turn on when i feel like talking to people mm-hmm. that social media is on that phone what is on my personal phone that's my personal and i think a lot of people don't understand that we truly have a life they feel like if i post like right now if i was to go be like yes i'm chilling you chilling Girl, you ain't got no boyfriend. You're like, girl, they come on your post and like, hey, I text you. Like, girl, I'm like, so. And then if you don't respond to the text message or whatever, oh, I know you seen me text you. You were just on Facebook and show you an act of two minutes ago. You didn't see my message. I'm like, oh god, (laughs) I feel offended. You can't say what you want to say because if you say something unprofessional. Oh, don't go to them. They are professional. They don't support black business. You'd be like, you know what? You got it. Get, hey, you, you're right. You got it. You have to bite your tongue. And it's like, when I started saying no, I got my peace back. I was yes. able to balance what I needed to do with my kids. It took my yes. son to tell me, mom, you come home. He said, granted, the money you make in a day, you make that. My homeboy mom make that in two weeks. I didn't know how to take that at first. At first, I was like, that's not my fault. She need to find what she <laughs> like to do and she go about her day. But I understood because he was like, mom, we don't see you. Only time we see you is when you throw your bag on the ground, you go lay in the bed, you sleep for like one or two hours and you back up again. You're calling us on the cameras in the house to say, hey, y'all need to get up. You got school. Like I'm basically parenting through camera before even COVID hit. That's how I was teaching my kids. And I felt like I lost my relationship with my kids because I'm trying to make sure that everybody else was happy. And mm-hmm. that wasn't it. Balance helped me. And then me gaining my peace back or whatever. Like right now, let somebody text me and be like, I'm trying to book. Ma'am, here's my booking link. You had your free- your frequent ask mm-hmm. questions. Go from there. Oh, that was rude. No, what's rude is that my hours is off today. And you still asking me questions. That's mm-hmm. rude. That's rude. Come on. Yes, I feel like y'all trying to read me <laughs> because I 
feel I feel a tag at this moment. I don't think you understand like the importance of having a great hairstylist and having great hair. So, but you I like I, I feel a tag. You know, I'm, feeling, I'm, I'm gonna speak for the people that feel attacked because my hair is Hold so on. important. So, what you about to say, Aaron? Hold on, let me ask you this. What you what you need to get your hair done that's so important for? Where you gotta go? Where you about to go? I'm just curious. Like when you Okay, so for me, hair. for me, okay, so I'm the type of person where I get my hair done and I'm thinking of my next hairstyle. Like I'm already like looking up hairstyles or I'm looking and see if I need to buy hair. So just for example, like so if I'm going to Dallas this weekend for a wedding, oh I want my hair this way. And then I'm going to Houston next weekend for my best friend's birthday. Oh, I need it a different way because, like, you know, I plan my outfits. Okay, this outfit will look great with bone, chic-looking hair. Oh, this outfit mm -hmm. will look great with a bob. But, you know, it's two different weeks. And so me <laughs> not planning, I should have planned two hair appointments. But, you know, exactly. I'm thinking I have that relationship with my stylist. Let me hit her up. Let me get a okay, real relationship. Right. And Let you know, I can help you apply. I'll ask for no discount. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> let me let me point this out. out. So you needed to get these hairstyles because you had places to go and things to go to. We had somewhere to go too. We had weddings to go to out of town. Yes. Like now I at my son has an AU tournament. We're in Phoenix this weekend. It's like I have people call it's Valentine's weekend. You know people hitting me up. First of all, I'm already booked a month or two in advance. So if you ain't had an appointment, you ain't had an appointment. But um, it's like, I had, I had stuff to do, too. Uh, I had a wedding to go to. I had a birthday to go to. I'm sorry. I can't get you in, baby. I love you, though. But, you know, <laughs> Not next time, you, have to, you have to also think about we're in the shop from early in the morning. Yes. To towards the end of the night, where we only can shop online and pray to God that the outfit come in time, or if right. you can fit the outfit because you didn't right. have enough time to go to the store to be like, hey, or go to the boutique to be like, you know, I got this at the third. And a lot, I'm telling you, I would never forget this day. My son was in the mall with me, and I went to get him some shoes. And I'm sitting there. I seen the girl message me on Instagram about trying to come in at two, but I'm on my lunch break. I took a lunch break because my son needed shoes, and she saw me. She's like, excuse me. So you couldn't respond? And I was trying to get my hair done. I said, oh, she talking that to me. Is so to me, that was the most disrespectful thing for you to do. Like, I have to eat. Right. Now, if I'm doing your hair and I fall over, then you'll be mad if I pass out from not eating or taking right. a break. Who really climbs me? I, one thing I've been doing too this year, or period, not even this year, period, in the last few years, dismissing clients, you would get fired. You would get blocked and bland. And send on somewhere. I don't have time and energy for it. If you out of line, you do some weird shit. Thing I've been doing is like banning, deleting, blocking clients, and firing them. Like if you do some weird stuff that's inappropriate, out of line. I'm sorry, I can't work with you anymore. Like I hope you find a hairstyle that works. That was very. That was really rude. Oh, that's nothing. Um, I yeah. get the um. Hey, how much is this style? Even though the picture is on the website next to the name of the style with a detail tell you to wash the hair is included, where to get your hair from, how to come with your hair. I even offer free washing, blow dry, all this stuff. And they still ask a simple question. And what bothers me the most is that, dang, this your price? I'm like, strike one, strike one. Because at the end of the day, I tell people, I say, if you want something, you save up for it. Because it, like with me, I know, like, I take two days off at least, like, once a month to do self-care. 
I get my hair done, nails done. Like I plan because even the people I go to, they be booked and busy. So it's like my birthday is in March. I already don't book my hair, nails. I have my lab, both my lash appointments. All my stuff is already booked because their books are already open. It's like, and then too, even when me getting a tattoo, like all this stuff is like, I'm going home to do hair because I have to plan it out. But it's a lot. Like it's a lot. And it's, it's stressful. It may, I ain't gonna lie to you. I told him, I said, I'm going back to nursing school. I'd rather deal helping birthing babies than a deal birthing y'all with these weeds and stuff. I'm my soul. I just no, but you're supposed to be birthing baddies. No. Oh, I, I can like birth the baddie. Birthing baddies and making yourself available. You chose this profession. You chose perfection. I'm easing my way out. Honey, by like, Honestly, by um, this summer, I'm not going to be behind a chair anymore. And I'm putting things into position and moving in that direction because I feel like I, at this point, I would be more valuable teaching other people how to do what I do. And, you know, I could I could reach more people in that way. I can only do so much. I'm only available so many hours in a day. Um, and, yeah, so that's my that's my next move is to ease out from behind the chair by the summer. See, mine was mine is the end of this year. I announced yeah. that I was easy not in this year. I mean, I yeah. granted, um, I like hair, but I actually like skin better. Um, I was mm. always told as a child that our skin was ugly because we was dark skin and stuff. And I always thought it was fascinating if we ever get a scar, how our skin will be able to heal properly. So, like with me doing hair products, I'm good with telling people how to actually grow their hair, what products to use and stuff. So I feel like I'll do better with me making my hair products and my clothing line versus me doing hair behind the chair. So, I know the importance of having a hairstylist is like, you know, building that relationship. So, how do you build a personal relationship with your client? I listen. That's my biggest thing with clients. Um, as a child, I ain't listen to nobody. I ain't, I ain't listen to my mama. I ain't listen to nobody because I was like, look, I, I do this. I ain't got to listen to y'all. But what I have learned when it comes to my clients, a lot of them have stressful days. And because I'm an empath, I can feel their vibes and stuff. I just listen to them because sometimes they just want you to just listen. They don't want to do anything else or whatever. Um, and be honest. I'm very honest, but it's you have to be, it's how, it's how you deliver the message to them. So you don't have to be rude or anything. It's just how you deliver the message to them. Um, that that's that my that's my biggest thing. Mine is listening and being honest with my client to gain their respect. And then two, also like I don't lie to them. I just tell them straight, sweetheart, I can't do that style in your head. Or sweetheart, you can't get that style because I feel like your face shape would not. It won't fit your face shape and stuff like that. So I always believe in being honest and straightforward with them. I care so much about what my clients have going on in their personal lives. Like I, I was saying, a lot of them have been with me since I, like before I got my license. Like they've been with me since I was doing hair at my mom's house. So like when just knowing about, I've sent some girls, you know, to college. I've um, watched my clients have kid, have babies that grow up into like teenage, not teenagers, but you know, school age kids and just, being engaged with what they have going on, um, getting the updates from them, them getting updates from me and my kid and my son, it really just solidifies that bond. Whenever they're going through things, we talk about it. I talk to them about things that I have going on. And yeah, we're like, we're, we're family. So that's really how I, I keep that bond going. I really feel like that bond, like really, us really caring about each other, um, also makes them 
clients. Like they want to come and see me. Like they like my personality. They like who I am. It's not even just about my, my talent. It's like the relationship that we have and how I am as a person. They, they really enjoy that too. And that is so important to like have a great relationship with your stylist. But sometimes mm-hmm. I have went to stylists that, honey, she be telling me other people's business. I'm like, oh, no. oh girl, I don't so tasteless. Look, I, I don't like, you know, I know not to tell you none of mine, but I think it's so important to have a great stylist. But, you know, like you said, some stylists can be counselors because sometimes you mm-hmm. be like, oh my gosh, I just need to decompress. And you spend so mm-hmm. much time in the hair salon that is just like, girl, I need to decompress. I need to feel like that bitch again. Go ahead and slap that damn wig on my head mm-hmm. and make me burn again in Jesus' name. But you know, yeah. like, you really like open up and like to have a really great hairstylist, you develop that great friendship. And so mm-hmm. it's so important to like have a, great hairstylists that can be personable up to the latest trends because I hate those hairstylists that say oh I don't know how to do that styles or I'm not doing those styles but as a hairstylist baby, you're a hairstylist you do hair you should be updated to the latest trends so if I want it laid dyed pressed to the side you should do what I want and let me know if you can't do it I need to find somebody else but speaking of trends how do y'all stay embrace to the latest trends or the latest hair technique? Ooh, um, I can honestly say I thank God for the platform that I built and I thank God for my clients. And I say that because a lot of people don't believe I'm an introvert. I prefer, like how I'm sitting here talking to y'all, I prefer to sit like this all day versus be mm-hmm. out there with everybody else. Um, I can say my followers keep me updated with the latest trend. And I say that because I'm always getting tagged in something. Oh, did you see this? I'm like this. No, I didn't see it. I saw my child play football. Like, I don't know. I don't see. But it's like then sometimes when I do have time to look up stuff, when they do show me, either I research who first started it. Uh, I'd be like, you know, are you offering classes? I would actually go take the class, even if it's nothing. Because just like this style I got in my head. Honey, I didn't even know this this was trending. And then when they told me, I was like, well, people trust me if I can do it on myself and go from there. I did it on myself in like three hours. And when I posted I did it, I was booked. I, I think it was over 20 people that booked within an hour. And it's like, they keep me updated with the trend because I sometimes I see stuff and sometimes I don't. Or if I see Inspire style, I'll share it on my page. Like, hey, I need a model for this. Or, hey, can you book for this? So I would have to say I give it to all my bougie dolls and my dope gents who keeps me updated on the latest trend because your girl be lost. I be trying to sleep and not beat up my kids. <laughs> the latest trend I, I try to keep up. Oh, Lord. It's a lot. But when I do get it, I uh, get it. I can't tell yeah. you that it's a lot because it's like if you don't keep up with the latest trend or if you don't respond to something, if you're not booked and busy, then you're not a real stylist. That's how they look at it. Because if you're available when you then they're available, that means that hey, you know what? You must not know what you're doing. And one thing that I hate that most stylists do is that they'll see a style and they'll try to redo it. I'll be honest with myself. If I see something I know I can't do, I'm not gonna post it and say, hey, let me do a model. I post what I know I can do because I know somebody's gonna book me. And that's what I'm known for. I'm known for doing the latest trends when it comes to braids or locks. So it's like, it's, I know I'm recreated. So I know I'm going to be booked. So I thank the Lord for my bougie dogs and dope gents for keeping me updated. Cause I sure can't take credit for that. 
Uh, for me, I I feel like I'm more like I don't think I'm a very trendy hairstylist. I feel like my hairstyles are like very clean and simple, and like I just I have like this look. But what I do like to keep up with is is the techniques. I'm yes. really big on the techniques, so I'll like see a new technique, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I want to learn that, and I can really like look at something a few times, and I can break it down. And I, now I know how to do it. I'm gonna try it a few times on myself, like you said. I'm doing it on myself first a few times. My sister, and then I'm like, okay, I got it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm really like just classic kind of timeless like hairstyle, so not so trendy. Um, my work is it. <laughs> I thought that was kind of scary for me to hear you say that. You know, yeah. I know that we're gifted because I can look at stuff and be like, dang, okay, they broke it down. It's, I swear it's like I see yes. it like 4D. I can that's my secret power. Yeah, I feel like that's my power too. And granted, I don't power. even like doing braids. I do braids mm-hmm. because it was something easy to do. When I was in mm-hmm. high school, I was known mm-hmm. to be a braider. But then people allow their consultations when it comes to, hey, what type of hair text you have? What are you mm-hmm. allergic to? This, that, and the third to where I had a bad experience to where I stepped back from doing sewing. Because to me, sewing is easy. I don't care what nobody mm-hmm. say. But then you got to find the right vendor for the hair. You got to make sure they bring that right hair. They'll be like, oh, I need this big look while these curls, but you come in with two bundles and like the, the, the retardants or the, like, the I can't think about the lace because yeah. the lace or yeah. HD. But then like, yeah. they be like, uh, hello, uh, I'm How sorry, it's shit. not cool right now. I be like, nah. oh, baby girl, you came in with a thick wealth. You came in with two bundles. You probably you wanna you wanna look like you can't. You you came in with a two bottles in the the closure. Look, honey, you're gonna be space. You're gonna have all types of tracks in the air. Do not be (laughs) mad at me because you look no, and then we're not even gonna clue it, and they be like, oh honey, this is Brazilian. No, baby girl, that's synthetic. It melted on my color line. Look. Oh, you owe me a bundle. You're gonna replace this. No, baby girl, I'm not. You should have bought the hair I told you to get. See, nah, I don't deal with all that. See, that's how you're feeling away right now. I can't take it. I'm gonna turn going away. I have turned people away for coming in. Like they'll come in. It's like, you know, you, you, you know how much my service, my service isn't mm-hmm. cheap. Why would you come here and bring me here? You and got from the beauty supply synthetic. I will tell somebody, no, I, I, I can't offer you a service today. I have hair as you can get, but I, I, as a, like me caring about my work and how I, my work is presented to the world. I can't do your hair with this. It's not exactly. going to look right. It's not going to last. You're not going to be happy. And no, we're not going to say I think it. they don't understand when it comes to your brand. I bust my butt or whatever. A yeah. lot of people know where I'm from. Everybody knows <laughs> where I was raising, uh, where I'm from. I was raising Mark home. So you got a little hood in me or whatever. So I have came a long way, honey. So you really <laughs> birthing a baddie because I can say I have been birthed into a baddie because it's, hey. oh, honey, it, it was some struggles or whatever because like, we ain't going to talk about yeah. the hairstyle. But the thing is, I am my brand. I know that I have to keep yes. up with the latest trends or I can do the latest technique. But when you sit in my chair and you walk out, you are my walking advertising. Exactly. Hey, oh, the bougie braided did. Girl, no, I did not. So that's why Don't when they came me. In, I backed up from it because it was like people allowed by the length of their hair. People come in with the stale bundles. <laughs> when they come in, they want to borrow their sister bundles that they just took out two weeks ago to put in their hair. But yet the wealth is not clean. It's still thread in there. And we're not even going to discuss like Ma'am, I got four spots right here, but I need you to work a miracle. But how? If I can't break nothing to get it there, but you know what? And then if you do it, then you're the bad person. But, oh, you pull this out? No, honey. You knew. It was, 
You was already born. It wasn't no hair was anyway. Born. Start with. You, Y'all so are killing me like, right now. But I have yeah. learned as a stylist when it comes honey. to being honest with my clients, I would yeah. not sit them in my chair. I'd be like, ma'am, I cannot service you. I have learned yeah. it's okay to be honest and turn them around versus sit them in your chair and take yeah. their money. I would not take nobody money when it comes to looks and stuff. I prefer to just say, hey, sweetheart, I can't do it. Oh, exactly. you could. You ain't a miracle worker. You right. I'm not. So you, the Lord is not gonna kill me. I'm not a magician. No, you know, we're not. We're not gonna do all that. So it takes a lot. And you know, as you grow and what you want to do and where you go with things or whatever, you we have a lot of patience. I ain't gonna lie to you, because then I realize. If I'm hood and ghetto, like I know I can be online, then I'm gonna attract the wrong audience. Exactly. But, the same, but I want my money. I want to make sure that's good. So it's your audience who you attract. So exactly. What, what I be want to say, I'd be like, like I had somebody try me this morning. I said, Oh yeah, bitch. If you only knew, I can ride up on you right now. But the fact that I know if I say something. You're going to repost the screenshot, tag me, this, that, and the third. I prefer not to do that. I'm Welcome like, to you know social what? media. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, you know what? I do apologize. In the back of my head, I'm like, bitch, I can fuck you up right now. But now I'm like, <laughs> how can I help you? And in my I'm like, oh, oh I was straight slapping <laughs> at you today. Or, hey, girl, what? My bad. I'm like, bitch, it wasn't my fault. Anyway, you messed up. You can't. So, yes, that's what yeah. we deal with. If you want to know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we. I swear, I think low-key. We are bipolar in the hair world or hair industry or whatever because we have to be like, hey, girl, no, bitch, you know you can't get this style. What the hell are you doing? Oh, girl, this. So it's like, we, yeah, that's why when I yeah. come home, I sit in my car for like an hour before I walk in my house. Oh, my, my gosh. Kids. You have to let all that off for you because like, like, dealing with people all day, like we're on this appointment for a couple hours with this one person. You take on all their energy and all their shit. And it's like, really? Yes. After, like on a Saturday, you know, you may see ten people, and it's like you have to get that energy off of you. Like I offer you, I gotta release. I gotta because your kids I gotta don't deserve. Your family don't deserve. What they don't deserve. Yeah, they don't deserve what people don't put on you throughout the day. Like they ain't did nothing to me. Trent did nothing to me. Why am I coming uh-huh. here? Him? <laughs> oh my yeah. god, y'all! Y'all have definitely took me to the reading room. I did not know it until all those things. You know, like, just being a client, I come to my hairstylist and I, like, decompress. But I do be real with myself. And I no, know, like, it's for cool. me, some hairstylists, some hairstyles don't work for me. Like, I don't do braids. Like, I cannot do mm-hmm. braids at all. And I'm not knocking anybody that do braids because I know I got a big-ass forehead. So I know, for me, I wouldn't do braids. So I don't want to get these braids and then I'm looking like... Who did it and why? And then I'm like, it's the hairstylist. Like, she got me looking like this. And one time I had braids, the whole fucking braid fell out my fucking hair. But it's just like, I know braids doesn't work for me. And I know mm-hmm. particular hairstyles doesn't work with me for me as well. So I have to be honest with myself. And it's just so crazy when y'all like share different stories about like synthetic hair. And so like when I first started wearing weed, I started like, you know, somebody was like, oh, girl, go buy some hair from Elliot Sprays. That's where all they get all the vendors from. Bitch, they lie. They lie <laughs> to you. And it's just like, for me, it's just like, do not buy hair from Elliot Sprays. Because it does not work. Like, you know, yeah. it'd be cute 
for the first two days and this thing you know you got a bush your bush is like this and so it's just like mm-hmm. oh my god this hairstylist is gonna mess up my damn hair and you like you reflecting back to the hairstylist she put the wrong products in my hair but no uh-uh. baby you got the wrong fucking hair and so yeah. like you know like y'all share the story and you said like <laughs> it's funny as i think about it i try not to laugh it's like one time i bought some hair from Elliot's friends <laughs> this lady said my hair <laughs> she's like my um flat iron is <laughs> oh child. Like, my, my flat iron is burning <laughs> And I know that smell was horrible. I know that smell. She's like, girl, my real hair don't smell like this. And so, yeah, I cried because I was so embarrassed. Like, because, like, Elias Race would get you and you'd be thinking it's 100% human hair. But it's not. And so I was so embarrassed. She's like, baby, this hair is burning my flat. It's burning in my flat iron and it smells like plastic. This is not real hair. And you know, I'm arguing with her. Uh-uh, the description said 100% human hair. And I paid such and such about this. And so that's when, like, I had a friend be like, girl, don't you buy no more damn Elliot's red hair because it's not real hair. And it's just like, you know, you have some vendors that would be completely honest with you to say, hey, you need to go to this particular vendor because they sell quality hair. And so, like, for me, I don't went through different hairstylists where I don't try the hair and the hair sheds for days. I don't know if y'all remember that technique where you get, like, the glue and you seal the wealth. That Do y'all remember that? I was like, oh my God. And the hairstylist was like, girl, this is well so damn thick. I can barely get the needle through it. And so it's just like, it's been so many times where I have had bad hair. And I just say this to the people is that if you're going to decide to wear human hair, invest in good hair because it goes a long way. And the worst thing is for you to get this synthetic ass hair that's supposed to be 32 inches. <laughs> and then a week later, you don't cut it to 10 inches into a bob because you got a bush. So I just think it's so important of buying quality hair. I just With feel like that- it sounds too good to be true. It is too good to be true. Nobody should pay $16. For a thirty-two inch bundle, it's just not. It's it's not going to be right. I don't think. Um, I can say it, it's pros and cons when it comes to styles. I blame styles, and I also blame the clients when it comes to um, like how can I say this? The hair, the vendors. For one, you got to build a relationship with the vendors, and you try to trust them because you go, you're only communicating with them. Of course, they're gonna see the best batches of hair, the best lace closure, all that good stuff. And it's like once you build a relationship and you can't really trust them, they're gonna send you whatever because they know you're gonna be consistent with purchasing. So it's like that's the kind of stuff that we run into. And then it makes sense why some styles say, "Hey, only purchase the hair from me," because they mean that I already did my research, I already built a relationship with this vendor. This is what I can do. But then you got some people want to be cheaper and be like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, honey." My cousin had a sale or whatever, or like you said, I got it from AliExpress, and then they looking like. So then you get mad because you don't have the curls. You can flow your hand through, and your hand gets stuck, mm. and you get cut. And then you be like, <laughs> I was trying to save some money on some bundles. Like, yeah, it, it's like shade. we go through that, and it's like that's why with me, like right now, we are, I am working on having a hair boutique. I want a hair boutique where it's nothing but bundles, wigs, braided wigs, where people can come in to get it. But it's like, I have like where I have to fly out to go meet the people. 
because it's like you can tell me this, but is it really gonna be that hair? And it's a it's a lot to it with this hair industry. It's fun, but at the same time, it's stressful. I can't say yeah, that. And I'm just it. a braider. And I, but even though I like bundles, like my specialty, I love color. I can color the hell out of a weave. Well, I swear to God. So I don't do edges. I don't do the cursive on the edges with the weave. So that's why I don't do it. If I can't get you the little part in the middle and it look natural coming back with it being like flat iron, I can't help you. I can't do those swoops and curls, the S curls, <laughs> the edges. That's not cute anyway. But hey, to each his own here. Oh so. my gosh. Oh my gosh, girl. It's like honestly, I made a lot of like I said, I made a lot of changes and I just don't do a lot of things. And I feel like it protects the client and it protects me. Like I'm guaranteeing you that your hair is gonna turn out exactly how you want it to turn out. But you 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 gotta be ready to invest. Like you're investing in this appointment, you need to invest in the proper hair so it all can come together and look like so you can look like how you want to look. I wanna birth you into a baddie. Let me birth you into a baddie. Trust me. Exactly. And get what you need to get. <laughs> so yeah, I um I most definitely setting those boundaries and having protocols yes. really like guarantees how my client is gonna look at the end of their appointment. So mm. I don't think a lot. I think some clients don't respect your policies. Um, you don't you go through a lot of like with me. I feel like if you're a good stylist or whatever, whatever mm -hmm. you in, you learn from your mistakes. So mm -hmm. it's like if I know I messed up with your hair at this appointment, let me add on more time to this style so I can make sure that you're not waiting. I can make sure yeah. that you have the best product. Let me make sure you have this and the third. But if you yeah. do that, it's like some people don't respect it. Some people say they respect honesty. Some people say they do. But in, in low-key reality, don't. if it ain't what you're giving, I want this right now. You know what, ma'am, sir, <laughs> you can't have this right now. I'm telling you you can't have this right now. Yeah. But yeah. I have, I can honestly say that my clients respect what I tell them. I be like, hey, sweetheart, I'm not going to take your money. I'm not even going to waste your time. I cannot do this for you. But hey, yeah. and I'm big on supporting other businesses, especially black businesses. Yes. Good. So, you know, like if I know I don't sell hair, I'll do a sew in here, especially lawyer, I'll do it, but I'm not going to advertise. You only see me post braids. And when yeah. one of my friends tagged me, so I did they sew, I'm like, girl, I'm about to slap the mess out of you. Didn't I tell you don't tag me? It's a lot of girls from my hometown that we all used to be at in the projects where, I, where I'm from. They showed me how to do hair. We helped each other. Recently, yeah. last year, I did a photo shoot with those three ladies because I they helped me to be who I am. I'm not at home. I always represent my hometown. And I always give shout outs to the ones who I do stuff with or whatever. But it's like, they helped me to be where I'm at today. Because I went to the Army and went to college and called the day. But getting back into it, they put me back on game. And I tell you all the time, I would never... Forget who put me where. I would never forget where I stayed in my house. I used to break people hair on the front porch or whatever and be like, yeah, girl, I could break the whole hair for $30. I got you. But it's like, you can't forget. You can't. I don't care what nobody say. And I thank God for where I'm at today because I didn't, to mm -hmm. me personally, that's why when you mess with me saying, be on your podcast, the birth of bad. I said, me? I can't birth no better with my country behind. What are you talking about? I just do what I do because I love it. I know I can meet people and make them happy. That's the only reason why I do it. So whether I stay in the hair game behind the chair, or go back to nursing, or just do my product and clothing line or whatever, I know I'm still going to help somebody. As you say, exactly. birth baby, it's still going to be looking exactly. slim thick, you know, uh, flawless skin, <laughs> you know, uh, having the best bundles, 
That's about it. Other than that, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't take clout. I don't even look at myself as influence. I just look at myself that a female from Martin Holmes, from Dothan, Alabama, that graduated from Dothan, how to do what I do best, and I go about my day. That's it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as, to me, I definitely think y'all are like essentials of like being that baddie. Like I said, like. Being a baddie, your crown is everything. And, you know, when you see people here, you're like, oh, that works for them and it doesn't. For me, I look at both of y'all and I see y'all both killing the game. I can't wear braids because I have a big-ass forehead and a receiving hairline. So I need a lace on top of my forehead. So I don't do braids. But I see how you killing it and I see how both of you guys are killing it in the marketing thing. And I feel like being a baddie is like having your hair up to par and it's how you decide how you want it to look but you know you have to pay homage to the hairstylers that make it happen because a lot of people don't have that superpower of doing their hair because i don't have that superpower to do my hair if so i would be saving so much money because like mm -hmm. for me i'm always thinking of that next hairstyle but i'm glad to have that relationship with my hairstylist where i can send her a picture and she's like okay this is what you need and so for me i like i'm always online i'm always scrolling and i'm always looking for my next hairstylist and I send my hairstylist a picture and she'd be like, okay, well, you need three bundles in a culture for that. Okay, well, you need to get this, you need to get that. So it's great to have a great relationship with my hairstylist. And I think other baddies should have that relationship because I don't see some bad hairstyles and it's okay because you got your okay. cousin Pookie to do your hair and she's still learning, but it's, you know, it comes to that time to upgrade. And talk about upgrade. It's just like sometimes I have got so caught up in like this wearing weave. I'm like throwing a weave on it, throwing a weave on it. And I forget how to take care of my healthy hair that's mm -hmm. under that weave. So can y'all give me tips of how to take care of my hair that's under my weave? Because I don't want <laughs> to like take off this wig and then I have those Let three ball that spots that y'all speak about because I'm take constantly throwing a weave. Aaron, I will back you up. I got you. Go ahead. First of all, first of all, you can't be a baddie if your if your real hair ain't together. Like how you gonna have that lay how you gonna have that lay leave out and your leave out this short? <laughs> Rule number one, a good weave is a good leave out. It's a good leave out, it's a good weave. <laughs> go together. They go together, they go hand in hand. So I just feel like it's so important to like give your hair a break from your wigs and weaves. Get your hair cut. Get a haircut. I'm tired of trims, 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 dusty ends. No, we need to be getting haircuts. We need to be getting conditioning. We need to be using leave-in conditioner. We need to be rinsing that conditioner out with cool water. The uh, cuticles. Mm. Like well, you got to take care of your real hair too. Just like with your skin, you do skin. You can your makeup is not gonna lay right. It's not gonna it's look not. the same if that skin is not together. Just like your weaves are not gonna be hundred percent. You don't keep your hair at you know hundred percent. And even with like wearing lace, you know, even if you're doing glue or you wearing, you know, no matter what, you want to make sure that your foundation is right because if those braids are not nice for you to be able to secure that weave onto, what you're gonna secure the weave onto. So baddies have healthy hair under the weave. A baddie can take her wig off and be like, look, <laughs> she fired with or without it. <laughs> exactly. 
I think a lot of people um question me because I just colored my hair back jet black. I was 613 yeah. for five years. And a yeah. lot of people was like, how did you keep your hair healthy with that bright blunt? I'm like, cut. you have to take care of your hair. I always got my hair washed. I always deep condition my hair. Somebody, mm -hmm. I watched somebody, when I started back washing hair, I would never feel like, whoa, whoa, wait, baby, that's cold. No, 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 ma'am. I just stripped everything that was in your hair with the shampoo. I shampoo your hair three times, sweetheart. The purpose of the conditioner is to put everything I just stripped back out to get it. I got to seal it. She was like, oh, baby, you just, you just taught me something. And that's one thing when it comes that's back to right with your clients. You have to, they have to be able to trust you on the product yeah. knowledge that you're doing. So that's why I'm big on products because all my kids got the most sensitive worst skin in the world, honey. Like, Lord, help me. So it's like, I convert Dang. back as a child. When my grandma used to do my hair, I had thick, long hair. I'm sitting here looking like, so my grandma only used water and blue magic and, <laughs> and Pantene shampoo and conditioner. What's so different about where we at now in 2021, the products we're using? A lot of people get caught up on, um, let me make some easy money and promote it. And that's that. And that, that's not how it works. It goes with the foundation of your hair. It also goes with how you take care of your body. So if you're not intaking the proper water, you're not doing your daily vitamins, you're not working out, you're sitting there eating fast food, but you want to look slim thick, but your hair looking slim bald, then you're trying to figure out why your eggs <laughs> can't come back, but you ain't doing nothing that you're supposed to be doing. But hey, you want the stylist to work a miracle on your hair. I get on to my clients every time. I be like, baby girl, did you just have a sewing? She said, yeah. I said, I shouldn't be pulling I was like, did you put anything in your hair? No, nah, man. You know, I asked my cousin to break it down. So, so you didn't, did you wash it? She was like, yeah, yeah. Did you put conditioner? Yeah. Did you put a leave-in? Did you put a moisturizer? Did you put any type of hair growth oil? What are you doing? Why you have? Because like I tell people, when you braid your hair and you put that stuff in there, it'll seal. You can have a sewing for up to four to five weeks and it's sealed and you will still be good. You can see the new growth. But then you got mm -hmm. some people that just lays and leave that sewing in for like too long. You got like too much <laughs> new growth. And you trying to figure out why you got all that white stuff in your head and all that product build up. Like it's, and people swear that we're trying to take your money. I'm not, I love what I do. It doesn't, I love to take care of your hair, but I'm always told I have grown hands. But I also make all my products. The only product I don't make is my edge control. I ain't figured that formula out yet, but when I figure it out, y'all gonna know but other than that i made sure that i help people with the moisture in their hair that's the biggest thing why you have a sew in so that's just with me even with braids i make sure that people keep the moisture in their hair if they don't keep it in their hair one thing they can say about when i do their hair when they take their braids out their hair is still moisturized and they can have it in like six to eight weeks i'm big on that because you're not I think this is so amazing i feel like y'all have definitely definitely have lightened up my day with these stories and definitely, you know, put me onto game. And I feel like it's very beneficial to have a great hairstylist to be a baddie. Your hair is everything. It's everything. One thing to say, one thing to say about um, healthy hair. When you taking down your weaves and your braids, coming out of like, even like the, the braids that you do, it is so important to take a wide tooth comb and thoroughly comb through your hair and pull all that hair that shed out, comb it and pull that hair to shed out before you get your hair wet. This is like the number one, this is like the secret ingredient, like secret tip that people just don't realize. Like when you have a weave up or a braise down for like two or three months, your hair sheds like hundred strands per day and per day. And then all the hair is building up and just sitting in those braids. And if you wash your hair before you get all the hair out, you're going to have dreadlocks. 
So please take your time and thoroughly comb through your hair with a wide tooth comb and literally pull out the hair that shed and then get your hair wet. It it is like life changing and it will it will really ensure um grow. It'll help your hair to grow, it'll help you retain length, it will cancel out detangling. You won't have to detangle your hair after it's wet anymore. That is like the biggest tip I can give anybody with their real hair. I mean with um healthy hair. Like spend time combing out their hair that shit, please. <laughs> yeah, I had a um I had a client, I'll never forget this to the to the day I Lord help her soul. Mm-hmm. And she had on a a bonnet. She came in. I knew something was wrong because she never comes <laughs> with a bonnet. I just I felt it in my spirit that she was setting me up for failure. That's all I knew. I just knew she was. She took that bonnet off. I said, What you want me to do? She like, you can smell this. No, ma'am, full time out. Because I tell you how to take care of your hair. She did exactly what you said. She took the braids out. Went right into the water. And she didn't even uh-huh. use, it doesn't matter if it was hot or cold. It's the fact that you have new growth. They got built up product and your braids or whatever you have is like this. It's together. It's like the hair that shed. It's literally that hair that shed over the time it, of it having curls the braids around in. the hair to yeah, lock it, it locks. In. It locks. Like a, that's what dreadlocks are. Literally the hair that shed, the cuticles are facing different directions and it's just tangling and locking into each other. That is a tangle. Literally when you have a tangle or a knot in your hair, it's because there's hair that shed that needs to be removed. Our hair That's like it. this doesn't it's not gonna tangle. It's the hair that shed that creates a tangle. Exactly. It's That's that oh, wow. I it's definitely look at your scalp. You have to look at your scalp. And like right now I have new growth or whatever. So like with mm-hmm. this part and that hair come out that little braid right there, it's gonna now it's gonna go around the top of my braid if yeah. I don't continue to put moisturizer on there. Like I spray and that good lord. That's another thing. People try to do stuff to their hair at nighttime, and I hate not be ready to slap them. But I think that's one of your questions. I'm gonna see if you ask, if you say somebody a question. I ain't gonna say it. Now. No, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Okay. So it's like it's an old school thing. They be like, uh-uh. My mom used to do it. Put your hair up. Put them panties on your head and go to bed. Mom, you just put ten pounds of grease in my head. It's gonna be on the panties and the pillowcase. Where is it going? So. <laughs> I tell people, do not listen to those old school things or whatever. That stuff don't work. You need to get up in the morning and do your daily routine. It's just like you washing your face. It's a daily routine with your hair as well. Because while you out there in the sun, you're protecting your hair with whatever protector that you're putting on your hair. A lot of people didn't look at that. People trying to figure out why their hair like four different colors. Sweetheart, your hair is getting colored in the sun when you go out there. Because you're yes. not putting the proper Literally. protection on your hair. Like, so you're like, all right, it's whatever. And then they get upset. Like, what's the other thing? Oh, put the oil and stuff and sleep on a silk, uh, a silk pillowcase. Sweetheart, don't put nothing in your head. Just cover your head at night. In the morning, you do it. Allow your hair to breathe. Allow your hair to get everything that you need. That's why you put the products in the morning so it can go ahead and like, I say marinate like I'm doing chicken or whatever in your follicles so it can actually properly grow. Because a lot of people don't, they be like this. Oh, uh, well, my grandma said, sweetheart, your grandma is not licensed. No, do your grandma do the research and what you need to do. Your grandma is stuck on the old school ways and y'all all need to let the old school stuff go. And it's no, and that, I forget it's another saying I've been trying to say it all day and I could not remember it at all about the don't uh, cut your split ends or something like sweetheart. Your ends probably wouldn't have split if you would have took care of it properly by putting the moisture on there. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I'm like, just cut y'all hair. It's okay. Uh-uh. My oh, hair was right here to my armpit. And she told us I need a trim and she cut sweetheart. Your ends are dead. I don't mm-hmm. think that's new is your new growth. That's why it's called And new the reason growth. why your hair will not grow is because those ends keep splitting 
it uh, go like this. Is it splitting? Like your partner's dead sea. Like how everybody's yes. having closures. <laughs> right. they be oh my God. This is how I'm your hair saying. should be. And if you don't have a haircut and it's split, they're going to just keep splitting up the shaft. You have to cut. I get, get a You've haircut. been a nice hoe. You're horrible. So how often should I and cut literally, my Because I ask I my hairstylist every time. I was like, when I, I get a sew-in four to five weeks, sometimes a week in a, a week in a time, and I'll be like, can you cut my ends? Or sometimes she'll be like, girl, we need to cut your ends. But every new hairstyle, I ask her to cut my ends. My hair, my long hair has grown, and it's just so crazy. And it's so crazy that y'all say the story because I wet my natural hair before combing it and y'all, it matted up so bad. And my hair used to go past my shoulders. And she said, girl, we're going to have to cut this out. Like, because it, like you said, it dreaded up and she had to cut my hair. But how often should I cut my hair when I getting my hair so, cut? I think that getting haircuts really depends on your hair. Like, yeah. are, is your hair color treated? Is your hair chemical treated? Do you use heat on your hair? Are you mostly in protective styles? If your hair is color treated or chemical treated, uh, chemically treated, you need to get haircuts more often. Um, I think, like, when you were 613, I'm sure you had to get haircuts, you know, every, like, like I every would say two weeks. months. Yeah. Like, like, I did my, like, every three or four weeks. But yeah, my hair is so, monthly. so fast. Yeah, <laughs> monthly. But the thing is, is no matter what, your hair grows about half an inch each month anyway. So if you're getting your ends trimmed, you're able to retain that length. If you're not, your hair is splitting. It's growing and it's splitting. It's growing half an inch, it's splitting half an inch. So you're, you're going to be the same length. Um, but yeah, if you always in protective styles, you can stretch them out longer, but mm -hmm. I always say like, um, a month to six months, depending on what you do. If you're always in protective styles, you can go more like six months. Or, um, if you, um, if you don't use heat on your hair, you do minimal manipulation, you can stretch it out further. But if you are using heat on your hair often, you blow dry your hair, you color your hair, you chemically treat your hair, you definitely need to get those haircuts more often and all haircuts are going to do is keep your hair soft. It's going to allow you to retain length and it's going to keep your hair looking shiny and bouncy. And not only that, who wants to have see-through ends? Get that shit cut, please. <laughs> because they be, trying to say, they be trying to say, honey, my hair is so long. Like, I got inches. But I can't see no, it. You have dead legs. See them inches. You don't have inches. I can't see them. I can't see them. I see through them. I see through <laughs> them. Dead end. You have dead inches. There's not no inches down there. Let them go. It's okay. Just let oh it go. Oh my gosh, that works. Let me. it go. Like, cut that stuff, please. Oh. What is your number one hair care tip? Haircuts. <laughs> Mine is moisturize. Yeah, and it, um, it go hand in hand. Yeah, they do go. It's just hand like you drinking water, you're gonna yes. dehydrate. And I also feel that it's really important, like you were saying earlier, to take care of yourself from the inside out. Your hair and nails and skin is literally made of what you put into your body. If you're not putting the proper nutrients into your body, your hair is going to look like unnourished. If you're eating well, you're drinking water, uh, plenty of water, you're taking your vitamins, your hair will look healthy and, and like it's thriving and flourishing. So I'm going to be honest. I think a lot of people hair will probably look better. It, matter of fact, I'm going to be honest. I think a lot of people hair look better last year because of COVID. I know I, I know this may sound bad, but think about it. When COVID happened, all of a sudden, all the vitamins came off the shelves. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, everybody want to eat this and eat that. But it's like then all of a sudden, then you had to learn that with COVID, you had to cook more at home. 
You were yes. not eating out. You was not going to fast food. So a lot of people like, oh, I gained so much weight. No, sweetheart, you became healthy. That means you start <laughs> taking care of your skin. You start right. taking care of your hair. Your nails was growing because you wasn't going to the nail salon every two weeks to put the nails on. And you was actually giving your nails a break. Just like with your lashes, just like with your brows and stuff like that. Exactly. A lot of people didn't understand, like, I took COVID in a positive way. Granted, we lost oh, a lot of people too. and stuff or whatever, but I took it in a positive way to where people had to learn how to sit down and stop running around. Exactly. A lot of business can still be amazing, even through COVID, because they was able to focus on their actually goals. Like, I took it to heart or whatever, and it's just like, it goes with what you do on a daily basis. That's why I started back in the gym. Think about it. We was like, oh, we just want to look slim for our birthday. After that, we're done. No, it helps. When you're healthy, you're able to intake the water. You're able to get the calories out. You're not replacing it with um, fast food. Like my kids, you look at my son. My son is 14. He is 6'2", and he weighs 271 pounds. He's solid. Ooh, he ain't fat. Boy. He is it's solid. He's healthy. He probably drink more water and Gatorade and eat more fruits and vegetables. Like, I don't even eat squash, but I cook squash a lot for him. Like, yeah. he's that that little boy. He just He's just tall. He's just a solid little boy. So it, with your hair, it plays a big, it, like people look at my kids' hair and be like, they got so much hair, my sweetheart. It starts at home in your kitchen. Then everything else goes with it. So Ooh, if wow. you're so in out right now and your hair looks like shut the front door, I blame you because that means you not too much <laughs> and you was not doing your vice and you do not intake your water or have your Gatorade, you know, to help out with no electrolytes, honey. That plays I a big part. Give me two do's and two don'ts of hair. My two do's are um, minimize the heat, whether it's on your weave or your real hair. Try to spread out how often you use heat to... What I do is I try to do once a week. Um, if I'm not going anywhere, I'm just going to work. I'm not going to put heat on my hair. I try to say that for when I'm actually going somewhere I need to look presentable. So at work, I wear a headband or a bandana. Um, I'll just do like a cute style, like twist it and pin it as opposed to using heat um, to preserve my hair. Um, another do is do find um, hairstyles that complement you. Just because it looks good on the next person doesn't mean it's going to look good on you. You have to be mindful of your your frame. Like if you, you have to be mindful of your frame, you have to be mindful of your head size. You have to be mindful of the, the uh, area of scalp that you have. Because I can fit five, six bundles doesn't mean the next person can. You know what I mean? Um, a hair done for me, you may not like this. I don't like bunnets. I think bunnets are really bad for your hair. I don't think they preserve your style, especially like for weaves. I don't really think they preserve your style. And I think that elastic band around your hairline can cause thinning and breakage. I'm more of a fan of a silk scarf. I think silk scarves um, keep actually hold your hair in place. They don't cause any damage to your hairline. Um and big piggybacking on my hair do um, don't put too much don't put too much weave in your hair just because you want this particular hairstyle you think you need five or six bundles it actually can cause breakage if your head is not big enough and your hair is not thick enough to handle that much weight because that could be too heavy on your hair it's not going to blend and it's going to be so heavy that it can really cause breakage on your hairline even in the middle. Um, in the base, it can cause in the interior, it can cause breakage if it's too much hair for your your fine hair or your um, you know um, less dense hair to handle. So, um, I would say my dues for hair is uh, take care of the inside first, which is your body. 
It plays a big factor when it comes to your hair. That's just me personally or whatever. Um, I'm big, again, I'm big on moisturizer. Make sure your hair is healthy. In order for you to make sure your hair is healthy, you still got to take care of the inside of your body. That's in to intaking the proper vitamins, the proper intake of water, exercising. Even if you're just walking, that plays a big factor when it comes to your hair. I don't care what nobody say. Um, the other thing I would say, um, like you said, don't be don't be in the, like don't be naive like you think that you can get something you really cannot get that style everybody can't rock that style if you don't know your face shape or whatever oval faces can rock any style i have an oval face i know i can rock any style um skin complexion you have to make sure it complements your skin complexion and if you do do a size like that that means you got no real friend because they faking you hyping you up and you know you look a mess out there so you should shoot your friend that's just fy that's just me um don't so whatever um i uh, don't do glue. <laughs> and I say that only because some people yeah. don't, they don't properly know what they're doing when it comes to yeah. glue. A lot of people don't, they study chemistry. They just put it up there, quick thing or whatever. And that's, I, I hate glue. I hate it with the passion. I feel like if you can't do it without the glue, then don't do it. Um, uh, I think that's really about it because she basically said, uh, Aaron basically said everything that was really needed when it comes to hair. Compliment your skin, compliment your face, um, the tension on your hair. I really don't like headbands because I have migraines. So I per se don't do the headband. That's why people do my sewing, they do the lace. Please don't put it on my head. It's somewhere you can do like, help me out, <laughs> do something that's the melting. However your melt process is, melt it a different way. Just don't put the headband. So um, I'm big on less tension. Uh, save edges because in the army a lot of us lost like with me i know i did because of the headgear and it sits right there on your hair and it's so much tension on your temple to where it's like everything pulls out so yeah that would be my do's and my don'ts for hair i think you ladies are amazing and y'all have definitely gave me so much excitement and with this colorful conversation and so many tips and so many do's and don'ts within this conversation and I'm so thankful that y'all took the time to be a part of this episode Let's Talk Hair where can my uh, listeners find you guys you can find me on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Erin H Hair E-R-I-N-H Hair um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, even TikTok, Bougie Braider, B-O-U-G-I-E-B-R-A-I-D-E-R. Yeah, that's I'm about to call you right now. So, you know, um, I always feel like when it comes to your name, you want to make sure that all your names matches, all your social media, and make sure that it's easy for them to find you. That's what I was taught in marketing class. <laughs> Well, thank you, ladies, for joining me. And I want to thank you to my listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. You're a baddie in your own right on that shit. <laughs> <laughs>